Hey guys, welcome to the show. This is the Scoop Phase. I'm Zach Hicks. And I'm Day Day. Uh, we're uh, two guys from Alabama. We, uh, we, we decided to start this little podcast here. Uh, this is the first podcast we've ever done in our lives, so be forgiving. Um, <laughs> uh, Day Day, uh, why don't you tell the good people something about yourself? My name is uh, David, a.k.a. Day Day. I've been called that basically my whole life. <laughs> um, started playing Magic about the very week after M11 was released. So you're still a newbie. Still a newbie. Um, but I, uh, I do have a lot of love for the game. And uh, basically... You know, just play it as much as I possibly can. I know it's it's hard when you work a full-time job, but, you know, I'll work it in when I can. What about you, yeah, Zach? Uh, I've been playing since uh, the Time Spiral set came out a little bit after that. And uh, I was uh, at Uncle 11th grade, I want to say, 11th or 12th grade in high school. And saw some of the the drama club kids just sitting in the hallway before homeroom playing some magic cards. I'm like, I want to see what they're doing. So, because I played Yu-Gi-Oh, kind of, and Pokemon, kind of, but I never really got into it. Never had anybody to play with, so I started playing Magic. Yeah, I didn't play much much of anything before that. Mainly just WoW and Counter Strike and Halo. Yeah, I was a big Halo and uh, Call of Duty person. But I got into Magic, and I haven't looked back since. Yeah, m- uh, me neither. It's kind of funny how like everything just kind of pushes to the wayside, almost, when you're playing Magic. It's like, there's games that you play, and then there's Magic, you know? It's like, you actually set yeah, time apart from your day, like, dedicate it to read about Magic, to learn about Magic, and to actually, like, become a better Magic player. Yeah, dude, because, like, every game I've ever played, I, I, I'd get really interested in it for, like, a month or two, and then it'd just taper off, and I'd get really bored with it. I, I, this is going to be something really embarrassing about myself, but I used to roleplay wrestling. I'd, like, type up roleplays against other roleplayers, and whoever got the best roleplay won the match, stuff like that. I did that for I did that for about a year and a half, two years. It was really fun. It just got really boring. And, uh, like, let's see, uh, RuneScape, the MMO, played that for a year. See, I, see, I played WoW, and we just, look at, we just look at RuneScape and laugh when we were playing WoW. How <laughs> about you shut your mouth? RuneScape Classic was the bomb. It yeah, well, wow I mean, shame. I, don't, I don't know if you can clearly say that as a true statement, but, uh, anyway. Okay, you know what, let's get back to the point. How did you get in Legacy, Day-Day? Basically, I was scrubbing around, playing with casual deck versus casual deck with my friends. I, you know, watched a few matches online, uh, was really just enamored by Legacy play, because you watch Standard, it's inevitably always ends up, like, there's clearly the best deck, No one can do anything about it, and if you're not playing that, you're terrible. If you are playing that, you're most likely terrible, but you're getting along by your deck. So, it's just, ugh, it just, it just did not, I mean, I still play Standard. I I do respect Standard for what it does to the game, but as far as playing Standard, as, like, the main reason I play Magic is just, that's just not true. Uh, Basically, I, I read a big article by Max McCall on uh, Dredge, uh, and decided, hey, I'm going to make this Dredge deck. cost me about $115 to make the Dredge deck. (laughs) took me about four weeks, maybe three weeks, of just getting my ass beat playing it. (laughs) You know, it's like you you either end up milling yourself or just, just getting destroyed by someone that was just laughing at you because you were playing so terrible. It's actually a really complicated deck. And then... You know, like, I've always wanted to build a goblin deck. I really just like the just destruction nature of goblins and how they just win at all costs. And 
So I, I then made goblins, and now I'm working on my uh, my zoo deck, which is your your horrible zoo deck. You can call it horrible, but it's pretty ridiculous. It, like one zoo. Like, oh, I still hate it. <laughs> you still hate it, but when it's you know fetching out of whatever color you're playing, and I've just get through with fire and ice, and I don't even know what that means. You know, fetching I just whatever color you're playing. Okay, that like, like I run, like, every sword except for the new sword, uh, War and Peace, and the old sword, Light and Shadow, which I think Light and Shadow is easily the worst one ever Oh yeah. Ever printed. Yeah. I mean, there's so many other ways they could have went with that, but I don't think War and Peace has a place in Legacy because you're most of the time fighting against Bobs. <laughs> um, but, but Day Day, how... What does all this have to do with anything when you when you have a bite still on your face? Because I don't I don't care how many swords you got. If you see if you see a bite still colossus just standing there looking at you menacingly, you're gonna die. Well, that's like one Probably deck. Like six. mud is the only one main board in a bite still right now. Well, um, yeah, and mud's also very good, but that's another story. Well, it has gotten really good uh, since they unbanned the only card that makes it work. <laughs> metal worker. Uh, why don't you uh, tell a little bit, uh, talk a little bit about how you got into Legacy? Well, uh, you were you were saying that you're mainly just like you played standard, wanted to do Legacy, you did Legacy. I was I was quite the opposite, really. Um, I started out playing standard. Or I started out drafting actually, and uh, yeah, well, I love to little, draft as well. You know that. Yeah, and uh, built my little first little standard deck. It was a little piece of shit, little black white life train deck, and I named it after an AFI song. And uh, that's just fucking terrible. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! AFI. AFI is amazing. Shut your. All mind. right. All right. Hey, this isn't the, the AFI phase, okay? This is the scoop phase. You're right. Anyway, so uh, let's play on Magic, whatever. And then, uh, see, this is a Ravnica Time Spiral Bot standard. I'm most amazing standard ever, by the way. And uh, and uh, I saw a little deck list on uh, Project X, which was this combo deck using Safi Eric's Daughter, Crypt Champion, and Soul Warden or Essence Warden. To gain a billion life. And I'm like, this seems really awesome. Like, th- it, how do you beat this? And I built the deck, and that was the first time I ever won a get, like a match at a uh, tournament was with Project X and Standard. So I was playing, playing, playing. I, I got to the point where I wasn't losing at all until my friend Adam McDuffie pulled out his Legacy Land Destruction Burn deck. And I, I just remember getting really, really pissed off at Barbarian Ring. Because <laughs> Barbarian Ring and his land destruction, his molten rains were just beating my face in. And I just threw a fit about it, and he left me at the store. He was my ride. He left me at the store for a good 10 to 15 minutes, and then came back and picked me back up. And uh, and I, I swore right then, I'll never play Legacy. That's a stupid format. You, you you either you either have to play land destruction or burn or have force of will. Actually, I didn't know what force of will was back then. It, it's just stupid. I also said the same thing about extended. But when I think Spiral everyone says worked, the same thing about extended, it's terrible. I don't think anyone ever wants to play extended. No, no, no. no. You oh, you're talking about old extended? Okay, old yeah. extended. Yeah, you you weren't around for old yeah, extended. Yeah, yeah, I missed that. I'm glad. I <laughs> Dude, old extended was the bomb until Zendikar. Like, Zendikar ruined Old Extended. Like, okay. the whole, like, the Doctor Sword deck wasn't even around. Nobody really, like, came up with the, the combo yet. But, um, like, Vampire Hex Mage just sent the deck, the, the, the format into Chaos. But I was playing, I was also playing... Yeah, like the idiots uh, didn't ban Dark Depths, so everyone was running around like, hey, enjoy my 2020 on turn two. Sometimes uh, turn one. Turn one. Yeah. And I I was playing Project X for a while, and then uh, I I just came to the conclusion that that it just wasn't doing enough. 
So uh, the last tournament I played in with the old extended, I was playing Green Light Haterator, and that was actually a pretty fun deck. It was just main deck uh, sideboard cards for all the top decks, and I was just beating some face in. But uh, I finally was like, uh, when the the new extended happened, and they just what, nope, screw it, rotate everything out except for War One. I was just devastated. I couldn't play my my Project X anymore. Project X was my baby. It was my first combo deck. So you must be uh, pretty excited about the modern format they're throwing around on uh, Moto. I kind of am, actually. Like, uh, I'm I'm wanting to to try to see if I can build Project X again, if that's the thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't uh, like. That, that segues perfectly into my last story was how I got into Legacy. One day, I was just like, this was back when Survival of the Fittest was unbanned, and Mystical Teachings, or Mystical Tutor was yeah. unbanned. So like Ad Nauseam and... It was Ad Nauseam, Reanimator, and Survival Decks everywhere. Mainly Survival Decks. Yeah, yeah. It was like, I'm either going to Venge Vine you, reanimate you to death, or I'm going to Ad Nauseam and... If I don't have what I need, I'll just go grab it, no matter what. Is is mainly the format was I'm gonna venge find you or I'm gonna Phyrexian uh Phyrexian obliterator you with a necrotic ooze bullcrap or not obliterator but Phyrexian I don't remember the thing it it was a combo you you used Triskelion, uh necrotic ooze and Phyrexian something it's a really old card devour Phyrexian devour anyway. So, I was like, okay, I'm going to build a deck with Survival of the Fittest. Because I have a friend, his name's Mike Farber, and uh, he let me borrow a bunch of cards. He had Bayous, he had Savannahs, he had everything I needed for this Project X Legacy deck. And I was like, I love it, I love it. I was playing Swords, I was playing Tarmogoyfs, playing the combo, I had Survival of the Fittest. I had everything I needed. I entered my first Legacy tournament at... I want to say it was Grand Prix Nashville last year. GP Nashville? Yeah. You didn't judge that one? No, I've never judged Grand Prix. Oh, okay. I'm a level one judge, by the way, for the people listening at home. And I've never judged a really large event yet. Uh, It was kind of fucking important, and we just totally dropped the ball on that one. (laughs) What? The whole level one judge mention. (laughs) You're like, I'm Zach, and the most important achievement I've got in Magic is I'm a level one judge, but I'm not going to say that. (laughs) Uh, Level one judge, and I've won a TCG player qualifier. That's kind of up there. That's pretty good. It's better Uh, than what I got. It's better than the 03 drops, as as Chapin says. Yeah. The the, the whole Legacy Project X thing didn't work out, though. It was a Winnebox tournament at the Grand Prix. And um, first person I played against played Goblin, destroyed me. Like I played turn two survival of the fittest, and they killed me on turn three. And the next game I played turn two survival of the fittest, and they killed me on turn four. They'll do that. And I'm like, well, crap. So I go and sign up for another legacy, win a box. I face green white. I won't say it was, it was a junk colored deck, green white black. But it wasn't junk, I don't think. It was probably junk, because it had sinkholes. Uh, um, sinkholes no longer main board in any this was, you gotta, disruption you gotta, deck. This is, this is back when Survival of the Fittest was around. So this is an older version of junk. Well, Survival of the Fittest just got banned, what, five months ago? Around that. It, so it you're actually, should you actually, until Mental Misstep got printed, like aggro kind of took the scene for a minute, and then... Now it's kind of back to this control, but... I don't know, but the, the, the junk deck I faced was like Terravor, not a Reliquary. It was mainly jungleland destruction, and it destroyed me as well. Yeah, they, they I, blow I, up everything and then, what, drop a Terravor on turn like six, and then... Not even that much. Like, they just top, drop it on turn four, and then Wastelands and Vindicates and Sinkholes just made it huge. So, after getting beat by those two decks, I'm like, screw it, not building this deck, not worth it, I'm quitting Legacy. So I went back to Standard for a while. 
And then uh, it was actually Star City Games Indianapolis last year, or maybe it was earlier this year. Indy yeah, was, was late a, last it, year, I believe. It was either at the end of last year or the, or the beginning of this year, like January or something. And the second place deck was Mud. I'd never heard of it in my life. I looked at it. I was like, what does this deck do? Cause it, it was Mud even legal me. then? Was, was yeah, Metal Worker legal? Yeah, Metal Worker got unbanned when Survival of the Fittest got banned, I believe. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Is either it either got unbanned either and with Survival like, of the Fittest? Ali and Trazi what top eight to or, right there that that weekend? No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't Ali and Trazi. It wasn't. It was uh, it, I can't remember the guy's name, but he wrote an article for QuietSpeculation.com. Name okay. drop. Uh, but uh, he he wrote an article about it, and I was reading it. And I was like, okay, okay. He's got wastelands and got I'm so cutting, all that stuff. I'm so and cutting I'm like, that whole name drop, name drop. I'm cutting that, and I'm going to have that waiting. Every time you say one, I'm just going to push a button. It's going to say name drop. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know you know that uh, Kelly Reed is the, the uh, owner and don't, owner. Don't, don't, don't start. Oh, okay. But um, I, I just read that article, and it, I was like, uh, well, this deck doesn't really want a wasteland a lot because it's gonna get hit by wasteland a lot. So just replace the wastelands with more lands, like better lands, and see what happens. And I was playing the deck. It was doing fine. I heard some rumors about a, what, like what would happen with a blue splash. And I tried that out with Fabricate. And so for for what for anyone listening right now that that doesn't know what you're exactly talking about, as in mud. Just basically go over, like, uh, the core cards you need for that deck. Like, okay. obviously, you know, Metal Worker, you know, it's it's ridiculous. And if it resolves, you pretty much win against any deck. Okay. The uh, the core deck, the core of the deck is Metal Worker. Metal Worker is a three-mana artifact creature. It's a one-two. It has a, an activated ability of tap and reveal any number of artifact cards from your hand. Add two colorless mana for each artifact revealed this way. If you can drop a metal worker on turn one or two or so, and it survives to the next turn, you have a lot of mana. Uh, you usually combine that with uh, lightning greaves. And blights so took a losses. Well, you don't need Metal Worker to get Blightstone Colossus. That's definitely plan B or C. You, like, plan A is obviously drop Lightning Greaves, drop Koldatha Forge Master, equip, go get Blightstone Colossus, equip, and win. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've done it to me many times, and there's just... Unless you're playing Control, unless you're playing... You literally have to be playing Path or Swords to do anything, or Force. Which Force isn't even, like, a end-all, be-all answer, because I can just... Forge Master again, over and over and over, until... That too. Yeah, I mean, basically, you have to stop the deck on its lands pretty bad, and once you do that, they they struggle. Like, kill the Metal Worker, kill the lands, and then just, like, enjoy your Grim Monolith. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, what is it? It's running, it's running four Grim Monoliths, or three? I run three, okay. personally. We'll, we'll get into my mud deck a little bit later, like um, in more detail. But uh, for now, we need to go ahead and start talking about the other the other topics we have for the day. Yeah, basically, our, our our second main topic is is basically what do we think people's biggest fear with playing Legacy? You know, because whenever you ask someone, "Hey, why don't you have a Legacy deck?" Their biggest answer is. Oh, it costs too much, or oh, I'm afraid they're going to ban something, and all that money I spent is just going to be, you know, thrown out the window. It's like, oh, uh, you know, you know, fuck me, I just bought four, you know, uh, you know, uh, 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 the um, survival of the fittest at, you know, forty five dollars, and then they get banned there at like five, six, seven dollars because they're not played, they're not relevant in anything but EDH after that, and you know, it's just like. They're afraid of that, I guess, but I really don't see it. I mean, it's like usually any card that's a one-for-one one is not going to get banned 
or doesn't just give you an overwhelming advantage, I mean, it's just not going to get banned. But what do you think is people's biggest fear, biggest problem, biggest biggest thing with legacy? Like, well, well to address what you're talking about is uh, to to really help the people that have those kind of thoughts. I, I'd like to point this out. Other than like bannable cards like uh, Survival of the Fittest, Mystical Tutor, stuff like that. Uh, if you're a really good player, or not, not even a really good, if you're a good player, you're, you know when something starts getting to be way too powerful. If you were playing during survival, uh, I call it the survival winner. A lot of people do. If you played during survival winner, you knew that survival of the fittest was going to get banned soon. Well, yeah, I mean, so, you look at any tournament report, you look up the field, you know, you're like 100, 150 players, there's not one deck that's taken up 10% of the field most of the time. Right. And, and when when, when Survival of the Fittest was legal, it was like 30% of the field. Oh, yeah, easily. And I don't blame people for not wanting to buy, uh, buy Survival of the Fittest then. They shouldn't have because it was going to get banned and the price would drop. But for everything else, like I don't think there's anything that should be banned in Legacy right now. Like, there is nothing that is too powerful. It's a very balanced format. I mean, last week you just saw, or this, actually this week, this is uh, Tuesday, uh, the week after uh, Louisville, uh, SCG Louisville, we had like a mono blue, mono blue energy field deck. Like, who plays energy field? Mono blue energy field deck wins. Energy fields are $3 a piece right now. I bought six. But... Energy fields at what, like three dollars, and it won a uh, however much money the guy got. And what second place was uh, uh what was he Team playing? America. Team America, which is many variants of it out there, but it's just basically bug, uh, bl- uh you know, black, blue, uh, green control, right. and it, that's really all it is. And you know, the week before that, it was. Wasn't it Jerry Thompson playing blue-white standstill? Yeah. So, I mean, it's just like, there's not like, Callblade, 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 Callblade. You know, it's like, or Fairies, 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 or Fairies, Valakut, Fairies, Valakut, Fairies, Valakut, on the top eight on, like, every freaking tournament. Like, every week, it's a different deck winning. It's not the same deck. They might have the same, like... You know, they may, you might see there, I mean, there, there are there are probably about sixteen or seventeen main decks. You like you don't have to build one of those decks either. Like you can make a good deck if you're a really good deck builder. But I don't think I don't, I don't think the whole like scare of the format thing. I don't think they're scared of like the 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 call blade effect. Uh, I, I'll agree with you about the pricing thing. But to to really ease people's minds about the price thing, uh, going into legacy is an investment. Well, it's that doesn't mean uh, you're not throwing your money away because let's say let's, let, how much wastelands going for right now, Daddy? How much or what? Wastelands. Wastelands mint 50? condition. It is about seventy five eighty dollars. Seventy five eighty dollars. Okay, let's just say you spend. What seventy five, seventy five, one fifty? You spend three hundred dollars for a playset of Wasteland. Okay, you're playing in your whatever. You play in a tournament. You play in a couple tournaments. You don't like the deck anymore. You don't, or you, you want to build this other deck, and it doesn't use any Wastelands. And all right, if you do that in standard, uh, other than Jace, you're going to lose money there because the resale value. Oh yeah, you're going to lose money because legacy? everything's yeah. on a clock in standard. Exactly. In Legacy, uh, you're going to get what you paid for your Wastelands back because you're going to sell it to somebody else that wants them. There's almost nothing that's not in need. Yeah, it's not like, like oh shit, I just bought these Wastelands at 75 and then the next week, why are they at 50 like everyone did with their Jace? Jace was at 110 four weeks ago. It's at like 80 right now. That's a huge drop as far as magic cards. It's it's plus $20 in drop. I mean... I can't think of one legacy card that has went down in value <laughs> except for Survival of the Fittest, and it got banned. So, like, I can't think of one legacy card that's actually went down in value in the last, you know, six months. Can you? Um, 
Yeah, kind of, just because things got outclassed. Like, I, I, I'm not 100% sure because I didn't play it back then, but I'm pretty sure Dark Steel Colossus was a was a big player back in the day. Well, Dark Steel Colossus was indestructible beater, and now it's like, do I run Flight Steel or Dark Steel? I'm going to hit you with regular damage or one shot kill. So it's like, yeah. it's like you got to go with the Flight Steel on that just to keep your percentages higher on getting in a fatal shot. I think another reason people were scared to get into the vintage or into legacy, I'm sorry, uh, to get in the legacy is all these like uh, old, not really old wives tales, but all these stories of people getting turned one, turned one. Oh like, my gosh, that's you know, why don't you play oh, legacy, you're bro? First? Yeah, why don't you play legacy, bro? Well, I don't have a deck that can win on turn two. Well. Fucking like, uh, there's only like two decks that can really do that to you right now, and that's yeah, what like I mean, God draws. Like ad nauseum can fairly do it a lot on turn, turn one. one. Yeah, it's ad, feasible to do a turn one. Ad nauseum can do it to you turn one, but that's without a force of will, without a mental misstep. You know, it's it's without a lot of things and. Yeah, because like at that uh, that tournament. We play at, we're not going to say names where we play at, because you stalker people out there. But, uh, Levi Gaines, uh, went turn one, uh, make 12 goblin tokens. So, I mean, it's definitely there. But you know what? There's answers. There are, there's decks that can do that. But, well, yeah, if I mean, you have the answers <laughs> for them. When you're playing aggro and they drop 18 goblins on turn one, it's like they don't even really have to do anything the rest of the game, but... Yeah, like, people just assume that Legacy is this, like, format that's overrun by turn one combos and Force of Will. Now, Force of Will is a lot of places, but you know what? You can get around Force of Will. Force of Will is not this counter-every-spell-you-ever-play thing. They can only have four in their deck. Well, yeah, I mean, and, and you have to, like... It takes a really good player to play Force of Will. It's not like... Oh shit! I just get the advantage of canceling the first thing they play. It's like I've got to make a decision that's going to affect the rest of the game because I'm losing a card with this. You know, it's like you're basically him to Turokin yourself to cancel a spell. So yeah, you've got to start thinking of, of playing against forces. Well, you have to start thinking about it optimistically because playing Magic is a very mental state. You have to be mentally aggressive to win a game of Magic. So like if you're if you're uh, going to um, play against Force of Will, let's uh just think about it as hey that guy just hit himself for one and spent two cards to get this rope to get rid of one. I'm not going to be yeah. It's like when I'm playing goblins, I know I'm going to either get. Control players are going to save a swords or a, a, a force of will for either aether vial or goblin lackey. So it's like I take a hand with usually both. Like usually both is what I want to see because the game is so slow against control. They're not going to be okay. Well, in, enjoy <laughs> playing it. My redundancy is going to get there, but it's like you can only control you know aggro for so long and till they just beat you in, but. Um, uh, there, to get back to the point, it's just like so. control. Control doesn't dominate like everyone thinks it does. Yeah. Uh, turn one kills don't dominate like everyone thinks it. Like my main argument against people when I'm like, hey, you know, I've got a few decks. If you want to try playing one to kind of like get your foot in the door, people are always like, yeah, sure, that sounds cool, and they do it, and then they're like, wow, this is really fun. You know, exactly. and I'm like, yeah, it's like, well, you know your four Jaces in your rug deck. I I could build any of these decks for that. Like, mm-hmm. like if you gave me those four Jaces and I sold them to Star City, I could build most of my decks. Mm-hmm. And, and these decks are not stupid. Like, Dredge just got second place in Los Angeles. And, like, I think first place or second place or third place in, in Atlanta. So, I mean... It's obviously not bad, and my deck is 100% card for 100% card minus sideboard because my mate is different. But, I mean, it's not ridiculous. I mean... Yeah, here, I mean, here's a little fact about 
uh, playing Legacy, is like people think that it's this like really really fast paced thing or something. Playing standard in like large events, just large events only, I have went to time once in standard, and that was when I was playing uh, Turbo Fog. There was a reason why I went to time. <laughs> it was Turbo Fog. Uh, in Legacy. I went to, twi- to, tri- to uh, time twice in one tournament, once against a really janky green-white deck that was running Worship, and I had nothing I could do against Worship and his not a reliquary, so we, we just drew. That guy was a douchebag, by the way. But, uh, <laughs> and then the other guy was playing Thopter Sword combo. Ah, oh, Thopter Sword's he, brutally he, slow. They the go they is, go to time. I think that, that deck and stand still go to time more than anything. Yeah, the thing is he could have taken me to time and drew it out and uh we were at like turn three of extra turns and uh we could have definitely went to draw and I got mind slaver lock on him. And he just scooped. He entered his scoop phase. As we say, he uh-huh. he entered he his, entered scoop, his phase scoop phase and was like and uh response to mind slaver before my scoop phase, I I, I concede. <laughs> Wait, how do you? Yep, it's a double concede. A but um, yeah, like he could have drawn it out and he didn't. So okay, so yeah, it's like good luck killing but, uh, me in three round or actually two turns. So you know, it's like enjoy your mind slayer lock. I'm gonna take my draw and walk off, walk off along my merry way. Yeah, but if so you're playing Thopter combo, there, uh, you're obviously you're obviously the word that that Joakim Noah just got fined fifty thousand dollars for saying. <laughs> um, what? Uh, nothing. Uh, we we don't say that word on this uh, podcast. Starts with an F. But uh, oh. yeah, anybody that's playing Thopter combo, I mean, give me a break. It takes like hey, turn. He's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. It takes like forty freaking. 40 freaking turns to go off, and then it's so brutal. You're just like, by the time it goes off, you're like, give me a knife to go with that so I can gut myself. <laughs> but it's just miserable. But, uh, you know, basically, is there anything else you want to add on that? Like, everyone wants to, like, overcomplicate Legacy, and it's not really that complicated. It's it's fairly slow once you start playing it. You're thinking like, oh shit! If I don't, if I don't kill my opponent by like, if I don't have them dead to rights by like turn three or four, I basically just lose, and that's not the case unless you're playing against combo. And then when you board in your hate against combo, they've got to go to like turn thirty to kill you. So it's like, you know, it's it's not all like, yeah. uh, uh, let me just show you my hand. Do you want to concede? Like, I mean, yeah, Levi's done that to me a few times with his Tez deck, but. <laughs> That's T E S test the epic yes. storm, but you know it's like sh- like game one. Just show you my hand because we know both know what we're playing, and it's like yeah, let's go to game two. <laughs> so, I mean, but yeah, what was uh was there What's anything else? On, was What's there next any- on that list the other day? What now? What's next on that list? Um, basically. What did you get from the dominance, like, just basically mental misstep coming into Legacy? Like, I know it's shooken everything up. It, <laughs> people are it's shaking everything up. I mean, I, I was I was learned in uh, Alabama public educate, uh, <laughs> education schools, so give me a break. Education school. Edumacations. But, um... Just, I, don't I think, mean, like, aggro decks okay. are boarding them in the side just to stop people from hating them out. <laughs> it's not as dominant as people predicted it was going to be. It's a really good card, but that's all it is. It's a really good card. I think it's not something like that's just dominating the format. People have to play them because they're good. Like, yeah, I mean, it's like you can tap out on like Mirfolk can tap out on turn turn one to play Aether Vial, or instead of you know like. Well, not, I mean, not that they're not going to force a will anyway, but, like, Mirfolk can just set completely lock if you, you know, if you try to go into your combo or whatever, if you try to do whatever, they're they're going to cancel it a billion different ways and just continue to beat your face in with an Aether Vial. So, I mean, 
Middle Mist is pretty ridiculous. I kind of want to see what happens after GP Providence. I'm going to definitely be watching on GG's Live uh, uh, this weekend, and I can't really, I can't wait to see what all these pros are going to really play, because you know, like, not all of them are playing Team oh, America. Everybody's playing Team America. Yeah, come on, you can't... Team America, Mud, and Merple. That's going to be... Actually, uh, Mud is kind of a bold call. Like, Mud, I don't think so. Uh, Mud gets hated out pretty hard by Energy Flux. <laughs> no, it does. Whatever. Uh, uh, Green Oozes is going to be a big deck. Uh, Acidic Slime... Uh, Gelatinous Genesis, okay, I'm, I'm just bullshitting now. <laughs> it's not a deck at all. Um, <laughs> I was like, I've never heard of that combo deck. Uh, they were talking on, on, they were talking on another Legacy podcast, uh, I listened to it quite frequently called, uh, Crazy Talk. Name drop. Uh, that, um, one of their buddies up in Canada is bringing a deck to Providence that no one's really ever played. And uh, I kind of want to see if he can top eight on that bad boy. It's uh, I'm telling you, it's Mono Green Oozes. No, it's it's not Mono <laughs> Green Oozes. It's some kind of protein Holt deck that that kills you with either like a Mog Fanatic or something. I, I'm not too sure what it does. It's probably it's probably a Through the Breach deck. It's not Through the Breach. It's, they re, they recur they recur Mog Fanatic like infinite number of times and kill you with it. You can have, uh, like, Throw the Breach is actually a turn one kill. Well, yeah, but, like, yeah, but, like. like you gotta go Rot of, Rot of Flame, uh, Desperate Rituals, uh, Anyways, Kong, let's not segue into some no, dead no, decks like that no one's playing. Awesome combo deck. <sighs> um, Mirror Crusader basically, what, beats Team America to a pulp. I mean. Are you sure? Well, they're, I mean, they're not mainboard and submerged, so, like, it's got pro-green, so your Tarmogoyfs can't block it. It's got pro-black, so your Tombstalkers can't block it. It can't so be go-for-the-throated. It still gets eaten alive by Force of Will. Like, okay, I, yeah, but when, when your ha- entire hand is gone from hymns and other shenanigans... And you can't cancel a Mirror Crusader, you lose on the spot. Like, there's nothing you can do except for bounce it with Jace. And there's also Pernicious Deed. Okay, oh, Pernicious Deed, yeah, but what what are most of them running? Like, one in the main board, two in the main board? One or two, and then a couple more on the side. And I've, I've seen one list that had Engineered Explosives, which also hit them. Yeah, uh, but, but for the most part... Mirror Crusader is like gonna start seeing a lot of play as long as these blue green uh black control decks are around. I yeah, mean, but you you have to have something with it. Mirror Crusader by itself is just a four four. Pretty or a four two pretty much. Yeah, because but that's really all you need in a control matchup. I mean that's actually really ridiculous. Like after uh, you've wastelanded each other to death, you resolve a you would resolve a Mirror Crusader, and, you know, most of the black-white decks are now running Stoneforge main board, and, like, most of the time there's a Batterskull or a, uh, Batterskull or a, uh, a, uh, Feast and Famine out, so, like, you put a Feast and Famine on a Mirror Crusader that, against Team America, they lose on the spot, almost. Like, if Jace isn't there to bounce it, they lose, like... I don't know, because they just, they just work around it. I understand they work around it, but this is this is late game. This thing's getting dropped. I watched it happen twice this weekend. Like you what? also you, you also have to hope that you don't discard your Marion Crusader to their hymns. I mean, obviously, you're gonna spell snare it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, what I said? Obviously, you're gonna spell snare it. <laughs> but uh, which uh, speaking of hymns, uh. We weren't really going to talk about this, but uh, we're just going to talk about the the uh, most underplayed cards in Legacy, but it kind of got scrapped. But I, I was thinking about one earlier. I forgot to put it on my list, but uh, it just came back to me because we were talking about him. Uh, I wanted to ask you, Day Day, what you thought about this. This is probably a really janky idea, but you know what? If Tarmogoyf can be a good card, I think a turn 1 4-4 seems pretty good, or turn 2 4-4 seems pretty good myself. 
what do you think about uh, Obstinate Baylos being sided in against him to Turok deck? I don't know. That's Obstinate like, Baylos sounds oh. ridiculous. It's like it's like you him. If the him doesn't hit it, it's a dead card for like the next what three turns, four turns. That's if they don't wasteland you to death. So you're sitting there with this one dead card. I mean, you could fake them out, maybe, and, like, just drop your hand and be sitting there with, like, fake out force of will. And, I, I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. It's, like, it's a good idea. I mean, and, like, is, against, like, a, a Team America m- mirror match, it would be ridiculous. Because doesn't it, like, uh, gain you four life? Yeah, it, it's a 4-4. Four, four. For people that don't know it, it's a 4-4-4-4. Four, 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 four. It's green, green, and two. Uh, when it comes to, or when it enters the battlefield, you gain four life. But if an, if a uh, spell or ability an opponent controls makes you discard it, you uh, may put it into play or onto the battlefield instead. So they hem you, and you drop two of these, you gain eight life. I actually really like just them boarding in. They're they're putting thrones in there now. And, like, a resolve run is pretty much game. I don't know. Mm, I don't like thrun. It's Thrun's. like pff, Troll Shroud beating your face. I don't know. It's pretty ridiculous. Uh, and regeneration. I'd like to point out that it's not Troll Shroud anymore. It, it's, it's uh, what is it? Uh, hex Hexproof. Hexproofed? Hexproof. Oh, my God. That's the corniest shit I've ever heard in my life. I love it. Hexproof. Hex what is it? What are they gonna put on there next? Dies. <laughs> hey, yeah, I know. Because they did. That, that was an awful joke, Daddy. I know. Like people are giving you the finger through their monitors right now. They better do it hard. They're doing it pretty hard. Um, but uh, that, that seems like a perfect little segue into M12. What do you think about these uh, new an- announcements about M12? I'm kind of excited. I really hope they don't reprint um, a relevant Planeswalker. <laughs> I'd kind of like to see Planeswalkers go dry for a little while. I don't know. Like, like Gideon's so niche. Like, it, it's good against aggro, but, like, it's not really that crazy of a card. Like, Gideon's not that hard to play around. But Hex like, Parasite made it a lot easier to play Yeah, Hex it. Parasite, like, drop and, that uh, and it's like, I dare you to play, waste your mana on a fucking Planeswalker, but we were talking about the Planeswalkers getting reprinted in M12. I don't think anybody's going to be upset if Gideon is Gideon Jura. I don't think anybody's going to get upset. I don't see how they reprint an Elspeth or uh, anything crazy like that or anything new. i definitely pretty sure they're going to reprint Jace Bellerin and his utter irrelevance, but... Actually, um... What? what I've been reading is... Alright, Soren has already been confirmed. That's yeah, Soren's, but he's terrible. Okay, and that's not my point. Uh, I've heard... I, I, I read this somewhere, and they claimed that it came, it came from some article on uh, the uh, the, mother, the Mothership's website. Is uh, that none of the original Warwind Planeswalkers were going to be reprinted. So... And there's already been a little thread on mtgsalvation.com about Garrick being this really weird planeswalker, being green, 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 and one for uh. Comes Did you say play. triple green? Huh? Did you say triple green? Yup, triple green and one for this three loyalty planeswalker, plus one to rampant growth. Search your library for a basic land, put in the play tapped. Plus one to get a 2-2 wolf. And then minus six to get a 2-2 wolf for each creature and land you control. Hmm. That's what I, I saw. Seems it's terrible. Fake. It's most likely fake. Just saying. But, um... What I would like to see is like a Bellerin, okay? Except for the plus two is... Target player draws a card, or, or both people draw a card, and the negative one is Brainstorm. So basically, you get in for like three free Brainstorms, and 
to me, that's just so much better than drawing that extra card. Like, how how sick would it be? Like, how stupid would it be if they're like, uh, yeah, here here's all the M12 Planeswalkers. There's the new Garrett. Here's the new Liliana. Here's Gideon. Here's Sword Markov. Oh, and by the way, Jace the Mind Sculptor. And what? You reprinted Jace the Mind Sculptor? Are you stupid? I, I, you would definitely see a massive shift to Legacy at that point. <laughs> do, you, do you know how much freaking M12 boxes would go for? Do you know how much Jace's would be for me to buy? <laughs> They'd be like $35. No. Yeah, well, they would. They, they're probably about 50 to 60. No, they'd go down about 35. I mean, look, no they just reprinted Stoneforge for these event decks, and they went down like... Because Stoneforge is going to get banned. Why would they reprint for an event day? It's like, hey, go play this banned because card at your F&M. Like, my, my, my buddy Patrick Berry actually brought up this point about, about that. Uh, he was actually... We were arguing about it, and... Uh, he had said he was disagreeing with me, and then he kind of thought about it for a second. He's like, "Well, they do kind of make these decks way in advance, so they couldn't really know that Coldblade uh, was going to be this dominant." So, like, I think the most, like, the biggest proof was um, Big Headed Joe Panuska, or whatever his last name is. It kind of escapes me right now. I'm going to say it's Panuska. Panuska, uh, I think. Big Headed Joe from uh, Yo MTG Taps was like talking about how weird it is that in that entire article about the event deck with Stoneforge Mystic, Stoneforge Mystic is obviously the best card in Type 2 right now, yet they never even mention that Stoneforge Mystic is even in the deck. Yeah, it's. They talk, like, it's like basically about, having Aether Vial at this point in Standard, a two mana Aether Vial. <laughs> It is like like when when Cowboy was first being like I tweeted killed. the other day. I watched the Edgar Flores versus the Deceiver Deceiver Twin deck. Uh, oh, the Flores versus Flores match. N- no, I don't think it was Flores versus Flores match. I think it was the Flores versus uh, uh, Shrunk or Scrunk, Michael Scrunk. I can't remember, but he oh, was, Michael Scrunk. Michael Scrunk, and he was. I'm like Stoneforge is just too fast. It's like turn three Batter Skull. Instantly gets there. It's like, not really. No. Are you kidding me? He won off Batter Skull. Like, they still have to have disruption for the combo. Obviously, the tech edges were winning him every freaking game. But yeah, I mean, when you're splashing red for you know one card essentially. But um, I- anyway, um, I don't know. M12's gonna be pretty good. I really. Don't understand why they reprinted Bloodthirst on cards. Kind of stupid. It's a shitty mechanic, in my opinion. It really does nothing. It's like Wooly Thoktars out the ass. Okay, so my internet connection absolutely blows, and I'm pretty sure it's going to go out again here soon. So, also, we completely lost track of what we were talking about, which is probably for the best. I was on a Bloodthirst rant. About I how it's, I was, uh, UDC like halfway through it and. There's no way I heard Stoneforge Mystics. Okay, if you heard Stoneforge Mystics, then UDC'd and was just sitting there moving for like an hour because, it, I was like, don't get me started on Bloodthirst. I mean, all it creates is wooly fucking Thoctars and like, what do those do? Bring the beats. That's it. They bring the beats and they get there. I guess I don't know. Um, uh, Anyways, you've basically made your own version of the Soul Sisters deck, and I kind of wanted you to tell everybody what you've been playing. You won F&M Friday night. Uh, Yeah, I mean... I uh, mean, while it's not a great, amassed achievement, it is still a pretty cool deck. Uh, If you want to share it with everybody. No, I don't. (laughs) It's super secret (laughs) tech that you want to keep to Zach Hicks' briefcase. Yeah. Because I carry around a briefcase all the time with my pack. But, um, yeah, like, this was before uh, the, the Soul Sister deck made the, the not place at Star City Games, Kentucky. But, um, I'd seen where I'd actually played on Magic Workstation. 
where somebody went souls attended into like the old mono white soul sister deck but it wasn't it was it wasn't even used a soul, uh, suture priest it was just souls attended and I, I got the inspiration from that and i was working around with it i tried to keep it mono white it was it was just dying everything and i was like i need this deck needs a lot more reach so uh like i added in the infinite map the infinite life combo which for you that for you people that don't know about what it is it's pretty simple it's just uh you have a land and rail quarter in play you have a life gain sister in play whether it be suture priest or souls attendant and you play a phyrexian metamorph you copy the land and rail quarter exiles itself comes back infinitely it's yeah a, basically it's you have to do some combo. stack tricks like you gotta you gotta stack it up right no you don't even have to do that because they, they both go on the stack at the same time, you're going to gain the life regardless. Well, yeah, but uh-huh. it it becomes a relic linen mortar. Um, it doesn't lose, it loses its artifact nisnicity. So you have to, like, stack it right. Yeah, I said nisnicity. But, well, um. You don't even have to stack it right. You but, yeah, I mean, it's it pretty right. ridiculous when you think you got someone pinned to the wall. Like, I've been playing your against your deck for, like, the last week, and. I'll have yeah, him pinned at like five health, swinging with worm cold beats, and he's like, one. and he's like, uh, gain a billion life, and you're like, time to start going on poison, and then you're looking at like a billion billion pride mage. Anyways, keep going about the deck. But uh, I, I was I needed more reach, so I added in the infinite life combo, which is really good with a, a Johnny's pride mage. Just get a billion billion creature, and if you have a pride mate in play, you could you can actually stack it. Where you have all the life gain triggers on the stack, and Firexy Metamorph comes in as a pride mate, then you gain a billion life, and you have two billion billion creatures. That way, they can't just chump block you all day. They have to double chump block all day. <laughs> so, yeah. and I was like, okay, that's pretty cool, but it's still lacking. <laughs> so I added green. I wanted Fauna Shaman. I wanted Benjamin. You know, where's Megazord when you need it to fight that pride mage? I just pictured I just pictured the, 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 the classic Power Ranger fight and then like Pride Mage is busted in there. A giant, a giant white lion. Yeah, like, he's like, <laughs> and, like buildings are getting crashed. But either way, um <laughs> So uh, like I, I added Benjamin and stuff like that. It it ran really well. Uh, I only lost one match at the F and M and that was to uh Rug Splinter Twin. I didn't lose to the combo. I lost to Inferno Titan. Uh, just swept my board. I had nothing I could do, uh, which I am compensating for that in this week, this afternoon. Uh, I got some sideboard tech for that. But um, Refraction Trap, get there. Uh, no, I had a Refraction Trap before, and I actually killed an Inferno Titan with a, refra- with a Refraction Trap. Which was yeah, you cool. told me that. It was pretty ridiculous. Killed it, killed it with a Beast Token. Yeah. <laughs> within something I had. But anyway, uh, and then I was facing him, this jack leg named Day Day, and he just kept poisoning me. And I'm like, what can I do against that? He's just proliferating every turn, every turn, every turn. And then I just died because I don't have any flyers. So I was like, I need something water green that's going to help me with infect. So I'm like, boom, Malira, main deck. So what you dropped what? You dropped a uh one Venge Vine. You dropped because one Venge Vine because you really don't need it because you're Phyrexian Metamorph in the fourth one. And most of the time you were going fifth on me. You don't even really need it. I mean, but yeah. still, but like I'm swinging four Venge Vines at you and you lose. But right. I mean, it is Malira shuts down so much in standard that you wouldn't think it would. It's like Callblade boards one they board one uh, Ink Moth Nexus now just to get there, you know, and it's like alt win condition and like who else boards just like main board contagion clasps, um Black Sun Zenith. Yeah. Black Sun Zenith is Black Sun Zenith. Yeah, it's like anything with infect. Anything with infect. And, and here's a little rules thing, guys. Uh if you have Malira in play, if your opponent Activates their Ink Moth Nexus and attacks you, nothing happens. You can't get poison counters. 
And it still has infect, though, because it became a creature with infect. Yeah, it deals no it damage because it only deals damage in the form of negative one counters. Well, you can't receive because it doesn't. It doesn't. It gains infect, right? It doesn't have right. infect. It gains it once it's animated. See, see, it's this is a layers thing because you have the Malira effect taking away infect from all creatures, but then you have uh, Ink Moth Nexus gaining infect. Those use this exact same layer, so it uses a timestamp, which means which one was the last one to happen. That would be the Ink Moth Nexus gaining infect. So it has infect. Which means it does absolutely nothing. It, like, I could even block it with a creature. It does nothing. Yeah, I can't have negative one, negative one counters. Well, I got yeah, tech so. against you dismembers. I just couldn't draw them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure you did. Don't worry. My, my tech kind of deals with that, too. So, well, we're all good. We'll see. Um, um, uh, any shout-outs? Because we're kind of wrapping it up before his... His internet goes bonkers again, and we're about at the 60-minute mark. Yeah, I mean, uh, I appreciate it. Uh, out, out to my friend Day-Day for being an awesome guy, getting this podcast stuff and going. It's been fun, except for the internet trouble. Love yeah. you, Day-Day. Yeah, love you too. Uh, no homo. Yeah. No homo. Um, anything else you want to shout out to? I'm going to talk to Mr. Jonathan Medina uh, later tonight, see if he can get some uh, get some followers on us, if, if he can get that. Awesome. Big shout out to him. If not, screw him. He's a Mexican. Not really, though. He, 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 he's cool with the Mexican jokes. Not really, but you got to know him, and I know him. He's my buddy. We, uh, we do some trades. We get some laughs. Uh, Kelly Reed. I'm sorry that I haven't sent you my legacy article in about three weeks. I need to get on that, but I just can't get to writing it because I've been working. Uh, I don't know. Uh, big shout out to Blogspot for hosting our website. <laughs> we're working on it. We're yeah, yeah, that was up. some tight. That was some tight uh, conjunctions we, with them. We were in talks we for come, weeks. <laughs> we, we coming soon. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad the merger went through. <laughs> yeah. That, um, uh, that multi-million dollar contract we found was pretty sweet. Yeah, headline blog spot. Yes, sir. <laughs> right beside but, uh, you, too. Um, that, that's been episode one of the scoop phase, guys. Uh, I have my shout-outs, and if you're going to block me out of that, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine with me, because I'm not... I, the only thing I, I asked you three times if you had shout-outs, and you're like... You I didn't say really shit shout-out. about shout-outs and me in the same sentence. Hey, Day-Day, do you have any shout-outs? Yeah, I got some shout-outs. Uh, oh, I want to shout-out... That was been episode one of Scoop Fate. Oh. <laughs> uh, I have shout-outs, uh, three shout-outs. My brother, Apache, uh, best friend in the world. Uh, two, uh, Zach Hicks for uh, blowing it up today. Um, three, uh, just uh, want to thank everyone on Twitter for keeping uh, me informed because I read it yes, all day sir. at work. Um, at scoop phase. At oh. scoop phase. That's the at sign and then scoop phase. It's a picture of someone getting mind slavered and scooping. And uh, uh, fifth, my mom. She's the. You missed. You missed four. I know fourth is unnamed. Oh, okay. <laughs> Either way, uh, thanks for listening. If you did, guys. If not, uh, you probably should listen because. We're just two guys having fun, right? Two wild and crazy uh, guys. No homo. Yep. All right, uh. All right, guys. That's been episode one of the Scoop Faith. Yep, we're very open to suggestions. Uh, give us, give us constructive criticism. We will take it. Don't say we suck, because we're gonna punch you. Now they're gonna say but, we suck. They're not gonna say you suck. They're gonna say we suck, because you told they, them not to say we suck. Just tell us what we need to improve on. No, just, just if you're gonna if you're gonna do it, just say fuck you. Uh, that's that's all we need to know. <laughs> but uh, thanks for tuning in, guys, and uh, tune in next time when we might have a special guest. Who knows? All right, man.